Hello and welcome to Mystical and Mysteries, the podcast. Join your host, Olivia Dybert, as she talks about true crime with a psychic medium twist. She will be spotlighting missing persons, cold cases, and paranormal investigations, and featuring interviews with experts in their field, psychic medium roundtables, and covering any and every topic under the metaphysical umbrella. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Mystical Mysteries, the podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about the disappearance of Daniel Robinson. And this poor kid, um, 24 years old, um, and he has been missing... He, he, he disappeared right around the time um, Gabby Petito disappeared. And unfortunately, I feel like his disappearance got really overshadowed um, by the Gabby Petito stuff. And, um, you know, you get a young girl, um, a very pretty young girl, who possibly have gotten killed by her boyfriend. And I think that that is probably what um, kind of overshadowed was this drama of a story and it's a, it's a little unfortunate so let me go ahead and start with um, some information about Daniel and his disappearance um, Daniel is described by investigators and his family to be about 5'8 he's african-american he weighs about 165 pounds at the time of his disappearance and he has black hair and brown eyes and he's actually missing part of his right forearm and his right hand this is important why because if you are out in that area and you discover bones that would be a, a real crucial part if you didn't see his right hand you might have an idea of who he is but um daniel was last seen leaving his job site in buckeye arizona on June 23rd of 2021, where he was working as a geologist, um, a federal law enforcement officer, uh, official relayed that to Daniel's father that he had seen him later that morning and he was cleaning his Jeep. He stated that Daniel seemed very clear-headed and that they spoke briefly about target practice. So very conversational, it seems like. The official confirmed that there was no damage to the Jeep at the time. He had moved into the Phoenix area after graduating um, as a field geologist in 19, uh, 2019. On July 19th of 2021, a rancher found the Jeep rolled over on its side in a ravine on his property with um, the airbags deployed and evidence in the vehicle indicated that the driver was wearing a seatbelt at the time of the crash and several personal items that were Daniel's were found in the vehicle, such as his cell phone, his wallet, his keys, and clothing. When it comes to the investigation, um, in there's a ton of searches being done, mostly organized by Daniel's um, family. And um, on July, I believe it was late July of 2021, a skull was found in the south area of where Daniel's vehicle was recovered. 
Testing, though, later indicated that the skull was not Daniel's, and no additional human remains were recovered at that time. In the statement made of September 16th of 2021, the Buckeye Police Department announced that they worked with outside agencies to search over 70 square miles with the assistance of UTVs, cadaver dogs, drones, helicopters. And after they discovered the Jeep, Robinson's family hired an accident reconstructionist and a private investigator who suggests that the accident scene has been staged. They stated that after the airbags deployed, um, the ignition was turned over 46 times and that there was an additional 11 miles on the car that registered after the car crashed. Investigators in October of 2021 announced that Daniel had been texting a woman he met while delivering for Instacart and reportedly was um, invited inside and exchanged numbers with her. Later, text messages showed that he visited her home several times unannounced, and the woman indicated that she was extremely uncomfortable with this. Um, police initially interviewed friends and families and co-workers of Robinson's um, about being suicidal over this relationship, um, but all told investigators that he was not. On November 9th of 2021, it was announced that a second set of human remains had been discovered while searching for Daniel and had been sent to DNA testing and identification. The preliminary investigation based on anthropologic um, indication of race and the amount of time it had been outside had led officials to believe that neither set of remains were Robinson's. Um, Robinson's father, Daniel's dad, I believe his name is David, um, had been very, has been very, very, very critical of the effort put into locating his son um, by law enforcement, claiming that he had done more in attempting to locate his son from Phoenix than law enforcement has. The family has also put together a GoFundMe page to help gather donations and a petition to keep interest in the case. Robinson's parents um, participated in the Facebook Watch um, series, Talk Table Talk, oh, I'm sorry, Red Table Talk, to discuss Robinson's disappearance and the difficulties they faced working with investigators to search for their son. Um, I have not personally seen that, so I am unfamiliar with that particular um, series, so I don't know what was said. Um, but also social media also pointed out the lack of national attention for Daniel's disappearance. And it was just overshadowed by the disappearance of Gabby Petito. And um, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this case forward because I wanted to get Daniel's case back up and running and hopefully get gather some attention because I do feel that it was overshadowed by Gabby Petito. And, um, you know, I always say it's very difficult, I'm sure, as a family member, um, when you feel like you're not getting the attention that your loved one deserves. I mean, of course, right? You're, you're frantic. Your loved one is missing. Um, and you don't know what's going on. But 
I will say that, um, you know, depending on, and, and of course this is not always the case, right? But I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here that sometimes law enforcement, they don't have the cash at their disposal to do certain things. And you would think it would be a priority that they could afford to do this. And it, sometimes it just doesn't happen. Um, and it's, it's a shame, you know, it, it, it's a shame that that is how it is. The cool thing is that um, Daniel's family, they really are going hard. So if you guys have an opportunity to go and check out Daniel Robinson's GoFundMe page, please donate, consider donating even $5 will help you know if everybody chips in at five bucks that will help go a long way um trying to get cadaver dogs or possibly even drone that stuff can get very expensive um and so again if you can donate even five dollars i highly recommend it um on october 6 of 2022 i did a reading um on daniel and um, I tried to focus on location for this young man because I knew that this was um, the big the big thing. Um, I only got a picture of Daniel and I did not know the story about Daniel or anything about his disappearance when I did this reading. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and just read it to you because I'm old and I can't remember anything. So again, I did this reading on October 6 of 2022. So I said, when I tapped into Daniel, I didn't know, I didn't say Daniel because that's, I didn't know his name. <laughs> so when I tapped into him, I feel so sad and depressed. I actually started to cry. He's struggling with something um, of a, a mental health issue or heavy grief is what it felt like to me. It just felt so heavy. Um, and I remember looking at his picture and I just started to cry and it was I didn't even really receive information yet, but I, I did feel like I was tapping into him. I do believe that Daniel has passed. Um, I do not think that he's alive. Um, and let me just say this right off the bat. Um, even though I felt grief and uh, a heavy depression, um, I do not feel self-harm at all, nor do I feel foul play. So... I don't know why they would feel that the car um, was staged. I don't know. I don't, that doesn't feel right to me. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. That, that scenario doesn't feel right to me. So let me continue with my reading. Um, again, I don't feel self-harm, nor do I feel foul play. I feel like this is a crazy, crazy accident that happened to Daniel. Um, I hear the words walking trail. Um, and again, I was focusing more on location for this kid because I knew that they were looking for him. Um, I heard the word walking trail and I saw large rock formation. I see a hole or a cave. And I do feel like it might be mining. Like I feel like there's mining around this area. Um, I, ha I saw tan dirt under my feet. I see layers of mountains at my 12 o'clock. So when I do work, map work, let me just um, state this. When I do map work, I feel like I am close to 
the remains or I'm close to the body. And so when I start saying at my 12 o'clock, I'm standing right next to the body and I'm, I, I'm trying to give pinpoints. And that gets a little bit difficult because I don't know, is he facing east? Is he facing west? Is he, you know, or south or north? And I, I don't know. So you could actually take my reading and rotate it, rotate it to make it fit the descriptions of my, of my landmarks. So I work a clock. I feel like I put an X in the middle of the paper. At the top of my paper, I write 12. It's just like a clock, right? To my right, I put three. Below me, I put six. And then to my left, I put nine. And then I try to go with a description. And again, it's not exactly at the 12 o'clock mark. It's in that area. This, like, you know, what would you call it? 10, 11, 12, 1, 2. That, it's like in that little arc of area. And I, I do the same with this, the sides and the bottom. And the other thing I will disclaim is... <laughs> my my measurement sometimes is a little off so what feels to me sometimes it's like right there could be out just a little bit further so keeping all of that in mind um again i felt walking trail i saw a large rock formation and i saw a hole or a cave and i do believe that this is a mining has something to do with mining um i see tan dirt under my feet i see layers of mountains at my 12 o'clock I can just see them in my in the distance and I do see trees on these on these mountains which is weird to me because I feel like I could be in a desert area that's how I felt when I was reading his picture um, at my nine o'clock I feel that there might be a downtown area the buildings are maintained but I feel like it has a very wild wild west vibe I see shops and restaurants um, and I felt like this area could be very touristy. It, literally, I saw um, a place, you know, that little wooden thing, I don't know, a hitching post, I think is what they call it, where they put horses. I felt like I saw that. I felt like I saw saloons. I really felt like this was so wild, wild west. Um, but that would be at my nine o'clock. Um, the other things I, I felt when I tapped into let me just say this at my three o'clock is where I found felt like I saw or felt those mines the cave um, or the hole I called it a hole and I felt like there was this like little overhang in that area um, and really honestly it's very close to my ex it's not it's on my three o'clock side but it's it's closer to where I am um, where my body is is what I feel um, Let's see. So when I started tapping in, I felt very sick. I felt very nauseous. I felt like I was vomiting. I felt extreme exhaustion. Like I could barely keep my eyes open. Um, I also feel like these could be symptoms of dehydration. I feel like I'm so dehydrated. I am almost dizzy and I almost feel disoriented. And I feel um, that I have an injury. I felt like I was going airborne and then I'm falling. And then I felt an injury to my head and my leg. Um, I feel like I whacked my head so hard. Like I'm so fuzzy. Um, and then I, I just feel nauseous. I just feel so sick this whole time. Um, I feel like he's showing me things um, 
that was happening at the moment. Um, and so I felt like, I feel like I was in a car doing donuts. You know what I mean? Like spinning out or burning out. This is kind of like the, the feelings that I get. Like I'm just rotating and I just feel like I made really bad decisions based on my environment. And I don't know exactly what that means. So, but I just felt like he was showing me what was happened, what happened. And it, I just feel like this is a really horrible accident. I do see him getting out of the vehicle. He is so disoriented. I know that he whacked his head very hard. Um, and he injured his leg because I, uh, I feel like he's walking and walking and walking like forever. And I, I almost feel like I'm seeing him limping, uh, uh, like uh, dragging his right leg. It could possibly be his right leg. And um, I just, I, I just feel like he felt like he was going in one direction, but he thought he was going close to the road, maybe, uh, because at my at my six o'clock area I feel like there's a highway that that's kind of what I'm feeling and I felt like he thought he was walking towards the highway but he was so disoriented he started walking further into the desert almost yeah like he just is he's going more inland than going to the road to get help but he's so confused and then um I actually feel his body in some kind of miniature cave. I feel like he's wedged and he's trying to protect himself from the elements. He feels very sick though. And I feel like this is where he passes. I just feel wedged. I feel wedged. Um, but this is where, where I think he passes for sure. Um, and I wish I had a better description. I did draw a picture and um, it's just the area is so vast. And I do feel that he, if, if I'm standing on the road looking at the ravine, I feel like he's to the right side at like you know, my three o'clock. I feel like he's more on that side of the ravine. I don't know, I almost feel like, oh, so close. Like, I just feel like so close, you're so close to me or you were so close to me. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just, I keep missing it. I keep missing. It. I feel like, oh, so close. So, um, the fact that he didn't have his keys and his cell phone and his wallet, I feel like he felt like he was so close to the road that, and he was so disoriented. I don't, I don't feel like he was thinking right. And then he started getting very sick. Um, trying to think of what else I, I was picking up. I mean, that's pick, that's basically it. And again, I, I just want to feel, and I, and I talk to other psychic and psychic mediums. Um, I know that others felt like he was also wedged in between um, a rocky area. And again, I do feel like I'm close to a mine, a cave, a hole, something like that. And I feel like I'm further than you think I am. This kid walked. 
I feel like he walked for such a long time. And I do feel like he was alive um, for maybe a couple of days. Like, I, you know, he was alive longer. There was, there was, there was some life to him, but he didn't, he wasn't doing very good uh, out in the elements and not getting um, hydrated and, and stuff. So I just feel like it was just such a bad circumstance. And he makes me feel like not that he takes responsibility um, for what happened. So I'm not, again, not saying that he committed suicide. I'm not saying that he, he, he did that self-harm. I think it was just a crazy accident and bad decisions. And, um, I, like I said, I feel like I was in a car doing donuts or something or like driving super fast when I know I, I knew I shouldn't have been because I do feel like I'm fairly familiar with the area a little bit. Um, and that he just was letting loose because he was so upset and, uh, you know, just kind of, he, I, the feelings I got was that things were crashing down around him or that he was feeling like, uh, um, and again, no self-harm. I mean, I, I'm very adamant about that. It does not feel like self-harm to me. It feels like a horrible, horrible accident gone wrong. Um, so I think it would be very interesting to see what these investigators get. Um, the fact that they feel like this car is staged, I find very interesting. Um, and maybe I will take a look at that. Because I'm not feeling that it's anything is staged. Um, and I wouldn't doubt because he was conscious um, when he crashed. So, um, and like I said, the initial crash, I feel like I'm airborne and I feel like I'm falling down. Um, I think he was, he was alive. It, you know, it wasn't damaging to where it caused his death on immediate impact or anything like that. Um, so I am going to leave that there. This is the story of Daniel Robinson. Again, he has a GoFundMe page. Um, in the descriptions below, I will have um, information about the GoFundMe. I will have information about um, who you need to contact when it comes to the authorities. If you know anything or if you find anything, um, please, please, please reach out. Um, I will say that um, David Robinson has been raising money. Um, he's almost raised over 300,000. And, um, but again, I will tell you, hiring people to do drones, to, to use the cadaver dogs, to, it all takes a lot of money. Um, and it takes every opportunity to speak. I mean, David takes every opportunity to talk about his son's disappearance, as he should. Because we have found out, you know, like I always use um, Patricia Otto's case um, as an example. She went missing in 1976, and they're still gathering information in 2022. So I love, love, love that David Robinson is not giving up on his son. I'm with you, David. I will try to keep his name up and out as much as possible. 
I will try to do a second session of location to see if I can pinpoint anything else, but it's so hard because the whole terrain to me, it just looks so similar uh, and I'm not familiar with the area. I just feel like that, that city, um, the Wild West city is a huge landmark and, and the landmark, he's like in between this area. He's, he's in there, this mine with this legend overhang and this city of the wild, wild west. And um, I feel like he's, he's there. He's right, just right there. Um, I will try to sit with him again and see if I can get a better location. And maybe I can pull some other psychic mediums to help me see if we can find location for this young man. Again, his name is Daniel Robinson. Please, um, again, reach out to the, the numbers I will post below. If you have any information or if you find anything, keep the Robinson family in your prayers and I will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mystical and Mysteries, the podcast. If you liked what you heard, please remember to hit like and subscribe. Have a question for Olivia or have a missing person that needs to be highlighted? Feel free to get in touch. You can reach her at theclaireconnection.com. Until next time, stay safe.